All right, welcome back to the E6 podcast from Colonial Church. This is a place for candid conversations about what our church community is learning, what's going on in the world, and how all of this applies to our lives as Jesus followers. So welcome back, everybody. My name is Brooke, and this is episode number 28. Episode 28. 28. I can't believe the numbers just keep getting bigger. They do. We're growing up, Brooke. It's like every week they tick up one more. We're growing up. It's crazy. So... um, we thought today would be fun to enjoy having conversation with somebody new that you have not had on here before that has not joined us yet. Hi, Rachel. Hi. <laughs> She's so thrilled to be here. She uh, couldn't come up with a good excuse when I asked her to join us, and she was like, I, uh, "Okay." I don't think that's fair. She seems pretty excited. <laughs> the Rachel Woods. The Rachel Woods. Yeah. She's joining us today. So thanks for being here. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. It's a treat. All right. So I want to I want to know more about you here in a minute. But first, the Olympics kicked off mm. just this weekend. Friday, I, I believe. Correct? Yes. Was that right? Friday? Well, whatever day that actually is in Japan. I don't know. It's like the day before. Oh, don't or... even start with date lines. <laughs> Who knows? So I have no idea when they're actually doing it. They might start tomorrow. I watched Tokyo tonight, <laughs> and it was at least like 16 hours later. I'm pretty sure. I don't have any idea. Do you guys watch the Olympics? I have, I haven't watched, I, I really wanted to watch the opening ceremonies, uh-huh. but I have been so busy working, I haven't watched anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, Lauren? <laughs> I didn't know. That, that's a, I can't believe I missed the opening ceremonies. That's that. Even if I'm not that invested in different Olympics over the years, uh-huh. I feel like I always watch the opening ceremonies. Yeah. I think I, think I just... Was it maybe a little oblivious? The lighting of the torch and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. No. You know what? I confess, though, that even as recently as this past week, there was crazy talk of them not doing the Olympics. Like, with, it seems like a different athlete, yeah. a different well known athlete yeah. every day. Um, maybe just Americans were going, up. Oh, now so and so's out with COVID. Oh, now so and so's out with COVID. Yeah. Um, I, I think part of me maybe wasn't paying attention because I thought, I don't even know if this is going to go down. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It was like, it's like Tokyo 2021. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the zero of the 20 turns into the word one. And I was like, that's ah, why don't, funny. why do they do? They did the same thing with um, some of the recent international soccer competitions, which I'm not going to reveal my ignorance and try to name what it was. <laughs> but, but like when, uh, when Argentina beat Brazil, which yeah. I did watch that game. I, I just love Messi. He's, okay. I'm not even a soccer fan, and I just think he's amazing. But it literally was called something something championship 2020. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm like, I'm changing channels. I'm like, I have the wrong channel. Because I'm like, well, clearly this watch is from last one. year. I want to watch this year's. <laughs> That's right. And it took me a while to realize, oh, they're just calling it the, cha- the 2020 championship with the logo and everything. I think, but I it was think, live. Well, I think it it's confusing. Like, yeah, but like, like the Olympics are every four years, right? So it's every four years. Well, you're gonna screw it up now. Yeah. Like, hey, it was, it was, it was, so, in, it was in 2000, 2004, 2008, 2012, 2016, 2021. Yeah, maybe they just like, don't want to pay to have all the graphics yeah. redone. So <laughs> sure, they just tagged on. Yeah. Like, let's just throw a couple <laughs> other letters on there. That sounds like something we do at Colonial. Yeah, <laughs> we made all the graphics. <laughs> it's done. Okay, so Rachel, do you? Uh, you've been busy. That's fine. Yeah. So are you, are you the kind of person, are you going to watch, do you, does your family watch? Like, will you pick a couple of sports and you're like, who we want to see the, the swimming or the gymnastics or the track and field or, or, or steeplechase or, uh, badminton or ping pong. <laughs> Nailed it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Probably just the gymnastics. Okay. Mm. Alan likes track and field stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think the kids really care. I'm with you on both those counts. I feel like can't get enough Simone Biles, and the mm. girls just all love gymnastics. Mm-hmm. But then track and fields, I don't even have to know who's who's. I, I want to watch the one hundred. I want right. to watch the four by four. Right. I just I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. You know. I think it's the same thing for us. It's like the swimming and the the, the yeah. swimming and the and the and the the track and field. You know, when you get those sprints, those mm-hmm. those are the fun. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care how many times you can run around the the thing. Yeah. Like whatever, <laughs> I don't care. Great, you can do forty laps of the pool. Okay. So how fast can you do it in one or two or three, you know, or how, let's get, you know, the, those, those that like the, the adrenaline starts running for you when you're sitting on your couch going, <gasps> what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then everything, and then it's over. It's like, oh, okay, that was great. That was cool. That was fun. Well, I, I was, I was, we were flipping through it yesterday and, and, uh, have you ever watched handball? I we, saw the controversy. 
I don't even know what that is. Oh. Like, wait, I, I want to know. There was handball controversy? So I think the Australian women's handball team is getting penalized because they're refusing to wear bikini bottoms. No, that's 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 water polo. Or uh the handball handball is like is like they, they it's literally like a mixture between soccer and basketball. Like they run on, around on a hard court. On a hard court, they dribble the ball one time and then they say have the to like jump on the ball. On the hard court. I was I don't think that <laughs> I don't know, yeah. No, but there are several of those. There was like a like like Sweden or Finland or something like that. They were like we're going to pay the fine because mm-hmm. our 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 women's team doesn't want to wear those bottoms. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Great job. Wow. Kind that's of standing really cool. up for themselves, huh? Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, the Olympics and, and uh, uh, rhythmic gymnastics. Pretty excited about that. It's um, Wait, rib, ribbon dancing. Oh, that's, that's okay. A, is this kidding. an SNL skit or is this an actual? <laughs> I think it's a Will Ferrell one. So uh, it's pretty awesome. Oh, we're going to. Oh, oh, I left out what I was probably more excited about than anything. <laughs> and I only got a glimpse of it is the, um, oh my goodness, the Jonas Brothers special. I mean, did what? you catch did you catch the Jonas Brothers Olympic special? I don't I don't, I I don't know it, what this is. But like, I didn't see it. I just I, I'm not a Jonas Brothers fan, although I do have <laughs> teenage <laughs> girls <laughs> and um I I, I mean I, I, there's a couple songs I guess that I yeah, I've been on this my is me believing somewhere. you. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, they I have a new respect for the Jonas Brothers cuz they can laugh at themselves. They made this terribly goofy Olympic special. In fact, I didn't realize it till now, but it makes sense. They filmed it a few months ago and like Nick Jonas, uh, wrecked a motor. They did a motocross race, the three brothers, and there's footage of him wrecking. Nice. And he, um, broke a couple ribs. So you, you felt, you felt attached. Yes. And so I felt a little connected to Nick Jonas (laughs) a little bit. If I'm not, if I'm, I mean, we look a lot alike. We sound alike. I'm not quite the dancer. I'm close to the dance. You're getting there, but we broke ribs together. Yeah. That's good. But I really did. I really. There's footage of Nick Jonas. He must be the. He must be the goofy one. Um, he's the coolest looking one, I think. But um, if, you, if we're going to vote on this, if we're going to vote on this right now, I'd vote for Nick Jonas. But I just like how how deep this hole is that you're. Digging. I'm a father of fun. teenage girls, uh-huh. and so there's another footage of him eating it, <laughs> jumping a hurdle. Like he he just clips a hurdle. He's running next to his two brothers, and he just just eats takes it. it. Nice. I just like guys that will laugh at themselves. These are celebrities yeah. that are like we are. And they're doing the ribbon thing. Yeah, that's why you said that. I, I, there's footage of them like doing the ribbon dance. Totally why I said that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's good. That's my Olympics. Rachel, um, what do you do at Colonial? For those for those of us that don't see you on a regular basis, you're not on stage very often. We're gonna make a hard pivot from ribbon dancing with the Jonas Brothers to what is your role here at Colonial? So I am officially the office administrator. Okay. Um, I like so. to pretend like I don't know. Sit at the front really? desk. That's cool. Answer phones. Yeah. Answer emails. Okay. Send out weekly reports. Um, but you've been a part of Colonial for quite a while now. I've been. I've been on well. You've been on staff, even even part time for a long time. Right, right? about six years. Okay. Yeah, a little over six years. That's a long time. Yeah. So. Initially, yeah. part time, almost entirely with kids ministry. Yes. As 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 the assistant to. The Grand Poobah, the yes. founder of Colonial, yeah. Laura so Thomas. My official kids she who title, comes with the building. Yeah. <laughs> is, um, <laughs> That's funny. She comes with the building. Colonial Kids Coordinator. Yes. Was just a fancy way of saying, well, I'm in charge of Wednesday night children's programming. And then anytime we have paid child care on campus, I coordinate all of that. Mm. Does Lori let you say that out loud? Mm-hmm. Child care. She, she like, lets you say the word child care? If I thought it's that paid, was... it's child care. Oh, so paid child care goes okay. together. Yes. Because I've learned since I moved here three years ago, never, to, at least in her presence, to say the word child care. Right. It's children's programming. It's children's programming. Which is why I like to say the word child care. She's right. twitching. <laughs> Lori <laughs> Thomas is twitching in her kitchen right now. Yeah, cooking Lori, dinner. Lori loves to get thrown out into the podcast. It's yes. good stuff. I love it. So yeah. are you still, I know you're, now you're full-time. You came on full-time when when uh, the legend legendary Lauren Ligon had to move out of town. Yeah. Was that like a year and a half ago? I think a year ago. A year ago? Did you, do you still have kids ministry responsibilities? Oh yeah. I still have that. Okay. Yeah. Still you hear that. how I sound like I don't know either. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you say you do here? Um, okay. So we have, we have gone back. It's been, it's been several, uh, probably a month or two now. Um, but we've talked about our five voices and, uh, and, and what that is. So I'm curious 
if you can remember as I stall for you, um, mine are creative and you're creative, uh, creative thinking, thinker, not pioneer, creative right? not, not feeler, not feeler. Creative that's, thinker. That's too What's much. What's your second voice? Pioneer. pioneer. Yeah. Take this, take the hill. So that means I'm excited about whatever is, whatever's the next thing. And then I get bored with it and move to the whatever's the thing after that. Mm. Yep. So mm-hmm. that's, so it's, uh, I make lots of, Lauren, you're, you are, uh, I'm um, a connector creative. Connector creative. So connector creative nurturer is my third voice. So you're super excited about all the people. I, I love people and new relationships, things. new things, big picture. And then whoever you meet on the way to wherever that is. Yes. Yeah. I'm not an extreme extrovert, but but I'm definitely big picture about people, and I just make a mess of the details, <laughs> and I don't ask some of the harder questions okay. along the way. The mm. How um, I can really frustrate some of our thinkers and planners. Right. And Rachel. (laughs) So I, I just retook it last week. Okay. And I've changed. Okay. So that's always fascinating. I don't know if the first time I was kind of more in mom mode Uh and now that I've been doing now you're not in mom admin stuff, maybe I'm more in like, like adult, like true adult mode. Yeah. So I was nurture connector. Okay. Now I'm connector, creative nurturer. You're a connector, creative, nurturer. I am, which... Oh, you guys are buddies. Wait, Rachel. Am I cr- maybe I'm creative first. Okay. Maybe it's creative, connector, nurturer. So probably a creative feeler, too, not creative thinker. I'm, I'm a very heavy feeler. Yeah. I'm like nice. up there with Tanner when it comes to... Yes, feeling. you're one of us. So, but, <laughs> but, like, whatever my first one is... Either creative or connector. Right. If I just read that... I'm like, that is not me at all. Mm. But when I put the three together, I'm like, wow, that's, that's exactly what hmm. I am. So. so how do you see, how do you see those voices? By the way, if you, if you have not done the voices, you can go to fivevoices.com with the number it five. It's a great assessment tool. It's really I great. It. It's, it's really been helpful to our team. Absolutely. Uh, it's good for, for relationships. It's good for work stuff. How, how do you see those? Um, how has that helped you? in your, maybe your, your contact or your, your conversations, working stuff, maybe even with, with you at home? Like, is it, do you see it, do you see it helping you go and, oh, wait, hang on. Okay. That's my, that's my, that voice popping up in my head. Um, I tend to analyze everybody else before myself. So, uh, Alan, I just talked about. So how have you seen your voices for me? If you're analyzing everybody else, are you analyzing? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) Did you see my eyes get big? Why are you asking me this? (laughs) So you, yes, at home, Alan, ready to go. Your voice is... Yeah, we're talking about like, Uh I don't know, I think especially the the girls, having them take it too. Mm. Yeah. Like, let's see how we work as a family. Have you done that? We have not. We've we've done love languages. You have done love languages. Mm -hmm. We haven't done... Even the kids. Is there like, I think there's like a teenage version too, isn't there? Or did you just do the normal Just the normal. Test? Can we, can we go down that tangent for a moment? Because, um, I was sitting down having coffee, uh, like I love to do with one of our colonial gentlemen yesterday. We're recording this on Sunday afternoon. So it was a Saturday morning and he's one of my good new friends. Uh, he's super excited about growing and getting more involved. And one of the things he mentioned, he said, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but my wife and I did this five, uh, the five love languages. So I'll throw that out there too. I'd love to put that in the show notes. It's an old, it's probably 30 years old. It's Mm -hmm. an old book and assessment tool, but it has really impacted our marriage. And we even talked yesterday about the, the, the help that it might be for our kids to, to take it. Mm -hmm. And for us as parents to know how to better understand how to better love our kids. Yeah. And how to better let them love us. Yes. Yeah. So on that note, you shared your five voices. What, what are your, what's your primary love language? (laughs) What the five love languages are rattle those off for us. Do you remember? Oh goodness. It's been a while. Uh, let's see. There was gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, Mm -hmm. and apparently something else that I don't know because it Um, apparently doesn't speak to me, I guess. Acts of service. Yes. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that yeah. would be one of your primary love languages. How can you not remember <laughs> that one? I'm, I'm surprised. I don't. I don't like when other people are doing things for me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how I love you, but it's not how I want you so, to love me. So gifts, gift giving. Yes, I love it words of affirmation, mm-hmm. uh, quality time, physical touch, touch. right, and 
acts of service. So I used to think I used to think I had like physical touch, and I think I'm just kidding myself in the moment. But well, you're a guy. I have just, right. <laughs> I have to say that before, before Rachel says that you're a dude. But I have a couple of kids that have physical that, that physical touch is their love language, and man, it's like it's obvious. Like it's like you could not spend you know, five minutes with them if they were close to you and know, and not know that's, that. That's like, it's just, it is yeah. that obvious. Like, that's how they do it. And it's like, yeah. okay, I need you. It's like a hundred degrees here and we don't yeah. need to be touching <laughs> so shoulders. What, so right Rachel, now. what is, what are your top, top one or your top two love primary love language? And what, and how is that different than Alan? That's always my curiosity. <laughs> yeah. Right. So any type of personality test we take, Alan and I are complete opposite. God, Love it. God is a mad Com- scientist. Completely opposite. <laughs> Except we're both fairly introverted. Okay. So okay. we joke that I am every, I'm all five love languages. <laughs> and he's and none. He has none of them. Oh, the poor guy. Yeah. So, My heart just broke for him. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But, yeah. I'm, mm, I don't know. Well, I, I've joked about this before. We're opposites too. And it just gets... 28 years of marriage. I just mentioned that on stage. Uh, 28 years we celebrated, and we still keep forgetting and not loving each other well because it's just so easy. I am words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. All Carrie has to do is write me a card or just look me in the eye and go, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. And I can sail for like three days, you know? And all I have to do is take the stinking trash out. All I have to do yeah. is make the bed. And she's like, can we make out? Like, it's just, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> But in, even though we both know this stuff, <laughs> instead, I'm writing her a card or I'm looking mm-hmm. her in the eye going, I just think you're amazing. And she's like, whatever. Don't care. Take the stinking trash out, you know? <laughs> yeah. And she's doing all the laundry and serving the heck out of me and just working so hard. And in my head, I'm like, would you just tell me how amazing I am? Like, we're just, <laughs> we're just crossing <laughs> wires. It's just, it, so on my good days, I'm vacuuming and realizing in the moment, okay, this is love. This is what love looks like. It's not sexy. It's, but it's strong, you know? Yeah. And on her good days, she's doing stuff that goes, what a waste of time. Here's a card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. Are you guys like that? You and Kara Kay? You wired very differently? Oh or? yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, what are your two primary love languages? Uh, for me, I guess it would be probably quality time is my, like, it's just, but like hang out. Like it doesn't have to be anything special whatever it's just like yeah we were we're hanging out together it's good um but it's definitely not like acts of service it's definitely not gifts and i think both of those are my wife Mm. and uh and and i don't so i don't think about it like i don't i don't that's the problem i would never i know and so i would never want someone to show up and be like dude i I bought this for you on the way i'd be like why'd you do that like you shouldn't have done that for me like that's great i mean I appreciate and they think that. they're being loving right exactly and and so and so then i don't i don't reciprocate that very well because i have to think oh i have to like go out of my way to be like oh right that's that's how you know it's not that i mowed the lawn and you know did that and it's like great but did i, I take out the trash did i pick up my <laughs> socks did i make the bed that i don't so care about easy. you know i know I, I do think this is part of the fun of having you here on with us rachel is it's a glimpse maybe for our people we just really I'd like to think we have a fun team. I'd like to think that one of our strengths is we value just growing in self-awareness and growing in understanding each other. We still, you know, like any team of 10, we have a team of 10 here at Colonial. Like any team, we can get on each other's nerves. We, we gravitate more easily to certain people. Um, we obviously spend more time with different people based on our different roles. But... Um, I just love that we use things like the five voices Mm -hmm. to try to fight for health. And I don't know, it just, it helps me be more gracious to people that are different than me. If I, we even have, you guys have made little, little signs for us, little posters for us. We put outside. If you ever come to our office, you can walk around you look on, on our desks or outside our offices and it, it's got our Myers-Briggs breakdown and our five voices on there. And I think it's just trying to remind us as we're walking around doing our work. Okay, we're different. I'm going into, I'm going into this different <laughs> area with people. What's your, what's your perspective on that as one who, at least for the first few years, was kind of on the outside looking in to our full-time staff, and maybe maybe even to your detriment, feeling, feeling like, I don't know, what, what are they talking about? 
versus maybe more importantly, what's it like now to be a part of those conversations? Has that been helpful? Has that, how's that impacted you as a teammate? Um, hmm. Yeah, coming in, I, everybody just works really well together. Hmm. And even if it gets a little bit tense or it's very quickly addressed because we do know each other and not just each other's personalities, but a whole other part of five voices is knowing people's weapons Yes, and like how they use those. And so even like, you know, I've even heard something in the office, like, you know, name a weapon. Like, did you just bomb me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we so, use some of the language and yeah, yeah, but just honest conversation just to, yeah, that's been really nice that it's, you it's can almost, name it. Everything's transparent. Yeah. So if you're uncomfortable, say it. If you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's been. That's encouraging to hear. Not just because you're answering the phones, but and not just because you're up front, but because you're connected to every ministry we have as our office administrator. Um, you kind of see it all, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, one or more of our staff probably doesn't work that much with one or more of our other staff, but you're kind of the hub in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> well said. The queen bee. <laughs> okay, so uh, we need to give a shout out to, to Raina. Raina. Tell us about your daughter. Raina. She is 14. She is <laughs> she E6 can... podcast number one biggest fan. That's so, that's yeah. so great. I love it. So, so. she's 14. She's going to be a sophomore this fall or freshman? She'll be a freshman. A freshman. Yes. Good times. At Henrietta High School? At Henrietta High School. Shout out to Raina. That's awesome. So, Hi, Raina. When she heard I was doing podcasts, she's like, can I go sit in I with I want to sit. It's like, no. <laughs> I wish you had brought her. <laughs> of course, we probably would have embarrassed her. So. Yeah, maybe so. All right, so tell me, um, you guys did, I wanted to hear a little bit about this, if you don't mind. Um, mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't warn you. So uh, you guys, you and your and your group went to uh, Wichita Christian, mm -hmm. right? Can you tell me a little bit about what you guys got to do there and how you guys got to serve the serve the school over there? Yeah, they had they had two classrooms with bathrooms that are in pretty bad shape. And mm. so, um, you know, I didn't do much of the work. I like to run the tile saw. That's yeah. fun. Um, Is it a wet saw that makes a mess? Uh -huh. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's I'm a big you. mess. So, <laughs> but yeah, we just tore up flooring, took out all the, you know, everything that's in there. And I think they were going back. They're probably there right now finishing. Oh, yeah. So instead of having bare wall on the sides where mm -hmm. the little boys miss the potty, no, and the wall is really kind of gross, um, they're they're putting some tile going up the wall. That's to awesome. Maybe not have that happen again. Very so, cool. But yeah, it's it's been fun and yeah. and painting and doing all that. So. Yeah. Well, I, I have to say, I love I love to see the the pictures and stories that that you and your family are involved in because it's really easy to, to to rope in Alan to hey we want to build this thing you mm -hmm. know coming from at the movies things that we've done in years past it's super easy to be like hey Alan can you build me this thing over here mm -hmm. and then just like walk away and I come back like two hours later and he's built this like magnificent thing and I'm like wow that's bird thing it's amazing you know. <laughs> And uh, so it's easy to do that, right? It's easy to say, oh, hey, Alan, do this. And, and he jumps right in, right? Mm -hmm. So that's his, I, I think that's his love language is construction. You know, what can he build for you? Yeah. Um, acts of service. Acts of service. Yeah. There you go. Um, might be hand-to-hand -hand combat as well, right? <laughs> it could be, yeah, that. It could be that. There are videos. Um, <laughs> but it, I think it's, it's really fun to watch you guys because you guys involve your children mm -hmm. um, really well. I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it from the outside. So it appears, it appears to us, at least to me, that, that you guys have done a great job of, of involving your kids in the things that you're doing and your, the ways that you serve the community and the ways that you get out and, and, and do things. What was it pictures of, uh, of Ben delivering meals the other day? Oh, you know? yeah. We do Meals on Wheels on Fridays. Yeah. So that's, that's the best. Yeah. If you're, if you're not part of Meals on Wheels, you're missing out. There you go. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I've, I've always had a curiosity about Meals on Wheels, and I've never participated It is amazing. Huh. It's so much more than delivering a meal. Yeah. Like, I've found people that can't get off the couch, and we're calling an ambulance, and hmm. sometimes you're the only person they see all week. Yeah. And so wow. it's, it's a check-in, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's pretty great. 
Well, it's like I said, it's it's fun to watch uh, and see you guys and watch how you uh, you involve your kids in in what you do and and how you serve uh, the community and the Lord. So it's really sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It does it does make me think about our group's ministry and we're trying to create culture. You guys embody that so well, Rachel, in your group. Um, we're trying to incorporate culture where it, it shifts to, it's not just a, a Bible study. It's not just a holy huddle. It's not just a Sunday school class that we go to, something like that. It's, it's really meant to be a group of people that, yes, are, are studying Scripture and, and learning, but also are getting off our butts and serving. Yeah. And just tangible ways we can be outwardly focused and looking for brief impact as well as maybe ongoing relational impact and, um, and spending extended times in prayer and having fun together. So it's all those things. It's connecting, it's praying, it's study, it's studying and serving. And I, I love the simplicity of that. And that may sound like, well, duh, but I've been a part of a lot of church stuff that, uh, we're studying the book of Daniel Mm -hmm. and that's what we do. That's all we do. Maybe we add some connecting in there, but we're not getting out in the community. We're not serving. We're not, maybe we're praying for 30 seconds at the beginning and praying for 12 seconds at the end. And I love the push that, that Jordan and others have in trying to create this kind of this holistic experience for us in our small groups. And even seeing the pictures of you guys at Wichita Christian and Meals on Wheels made me think of that, you know? Yeah. It's cool. And you're just trying to have a, you know, build a little family. What better way than getting out and sweating and yeah, helping people move. And I think your family's uh, showing us too, among other things. How, okay, how do we do this messy thing with our kids? You know, it's it's easier to say, well, here's a couple's Bible study, mm-hmm. no kids, but then they miss out on like doing Meals on Wheels. Then they miss out on going to have fun together at at a group barbecue. Then they miss out on, and so it's messier, especially when the kids are even younger. Mm-hmm. Both both you and I are ahead of. Yeah, of Brooke <laughs> in his 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 uh, season with with still some little ones that you just gotta you just gotta be patient with and mm-hmm. present with. But man, as they get just a little bit bigger, it's so fun to involve them more and more. I think. Um, well, I, Alan and I have just we just enjoy being with our kids. Hmm, I see it, and we've we've always you know we've always been that way. We're like those weird people, you know, like. <laughs> But we really, we just enjoy our kids. And so pretty much whatever we do, we, you know, they just do well, it with us. Case in point, you were just saying before we started recording, you're going to Colorado. You're going to the beautiful Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. And of all things, your family basically is looking forward to the most. Their, their favorite memory of the last time you went all the way to the Rockies is what? Uh, hide and seek. Play hide and seek <laughs> with each other. With yeah. you and Alan. Yeah. Like grandpa, you said grandma. I mean. Yeah. That's crazy Aunts cool. And uncles and it's co- not all just the cousins are together, and we're yeah. gonna go do this whitewater rafting. We're gonna go, you know, hunt moose. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, we're gonna no. no, we're gonna play hide and seek. Go well, Ben does want to. <laughs> ben does want to poke a bear. He wants to poke a bear. That's literally, he, last year he he had his big stick, and he said, "I'm gonna poke a bear." I, I was can, like, if you see a bear, you, you better, better not, not be poking poke it. it. I can totally see Ben wanting <laughs> to poke a bear. That's yeah. awesome. That's good. Well, uh, just to transition out of that, um, to watch you guys do that brings me to the uh, you know the sermon topic from from today actually because we're recording on Sunday is you know giving sacrificially and watching you guys do that and being a good example of it because it's not just the money side of things it's also the the time and the effort and um, and I think you guys embody that quite well. And uh, so, so to go back, this is this is week three. So this is our um, our life lived radically uh, uh, sermon series. As we broke down week one, is listening intently. Our first radical minimum. We asked two questions every day: What's God saying, and what should I do about it? Week two was training deliberately. Uh, we learn from someone and invest in someone about following Jesus. And then week three is giving sacrificially. And I lost my note, and it was we sacrifice, uh, we sacrificially give to our family and to our faith family, and uh, and yeah, so I think I think it's a it's it's an awesome uh, little you know segue to get to to get to where we're going here, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it's it's fun to watch you guys um, do that on a regular basis. Thank so. you, yeah. Lauren, what you got for us today? 
Uh, well, we were talking a little bit before we started recording, and just to be real, like these these radical minimums. I love how Ron, our executive pastor, started out the series, yep. and one of the things I heard him say, maybe in a fresh new way, is these are not overwhelmingly mm-hmm. complicated. I agree. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Just start listening. Just be deliberate. Yeah. In a couple of relationships, training, just. Just give sacrificially to your family and to the church. It's not, you know, land a man on the moon. You know, it's not, <laughs> it's not the most daunting thing. Now, right. it's, it's difficult because it requires a lot of intentionality. Mm-hmm. But even as I think, like I spoke for, um, my wife said, way too long this morning <laughs> at church. And, <laughs> and she, she, was, she was serving with our kids. So, of course, she's like, what took so long? <laughs> but um, I got nothing else to say because I'm like, man... I, there's people in the scriptures that we looked at today, you know, together as a church that are inspiring, that are generous givers. And I just hear the Lord saying, that's what I want you to be. And I think, um, you know, just like you were saying, we, we talked about this last week a little bit that um, as Ron led it, uh, you know, led into the, into the series that it's not, it's not these massive things that we, it's almost like we build up, um, uh, I would I would argue maybe we build up these these things that we have to be able to hit these marks like this is how I'm I can be uh, I can follow God or how I can be religious or or whatever and it's like I've got to give X amount of dollars and I've got to spend this amount of time at church and I've got to uh, you know stand on the street corner and and not only invite people to church but tell them how they're sinning and how I can how how God can save you know <laughs> it's like we have all these grand things that that we feel like that's that's what it means to follow Christ and then it's almost like those give us. It's almost like that gives us a reason to say, yeah, but so I guess I'm just going to go to church and because I, I can't do that. I can't do those things. I can't make it that big. And and that's where that's where to the contrast comes in to me is like we make it this big deal. And it's like, but to actually say, OK, it's not crazy. I'm saying, OK, God, what are you telling me? What do you want me to do about this? That's pretty simple, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it also requires me to do it and to mean it. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm just checking the same boxes. But yeah. it's so different. It's like so radically the opposite direction, and of of like the requirements of what what I've made my life to be, like what I have to have, and all. The, oh, oh, I just have to ask this question, mm. and then I have to mean it because otherwise, it's. I mean, it's that simple. It's, mm. it's you just, yeah, you just do it. You're investing in somebody. You're giving of your time and your money and your resources and your your family and and your life to maybe not play that third sport that everybody wants to play or whatever and <laughs> to be a part of uh, be a part of the church. Yeah. I think especially coming off of our study of, of Jesus teaching often called Sermon on the Mount, you know, Matthew five, six and seven, that to some can be for good reason, really overwhelming. Mm. Like, Oh no, 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 no. It's not just adultery, you know, right. when you cheat on your spouse, it's, it's adultery when you look at another person and undress them in your mind. That's adultery. Mm. Like he just raises the bar in so many ways that um, I think the Sermon on the Mount can often feel overwhelming. And yet it's, it's, it's to go back to that study, it's, it's Jesus teaching us, no, this is the way I want you to live. This is the way that I want to empower you to live. To come back to these radical minimums for us here as a church, I think in some ways it's like a, Ooh, ooh, okay, mm. <laughs> just these handful of things, mm-hmm. uh, the baby steps, just start there. Um, and I can't wait, if I can say this on a leadership level, I just can't wait for us to see culture created. It's one thing to, to talk about some things and to even strive for it personally or for like our staff to strive for it or for you know, a handful of our friends around us to strive for it. It's another thing, God willing, when... Um, as they used to say back in the day, you know, the water cooler conversation is all about this. You know, the the common language includes mm-hmm. these kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. What do you hear the Lord saying? What are you going to do about it? You know, um, hey, who, how are you training deliberately? Who's mentoring you? Who's your apprentice? Like, I hope, I hope we get to experience that. I don't know how long it takes, a couple years, six years, 12 mm-hmm. years, but down the road, I just want to, I want to see where what's, what's normal for the majority includes these radical minimums. Yeah. I want to be a part of that kind of church. Well, I was thinking about the, um, 
you know, to to give radical or to, to give sacrificially, excuse me, of our radical minimums, not giving radically. I guess you could do that if you'd like, but um, the you know the examples that you use today, um, they were they're all over the map. You know, they're all over the map of of types of generosity of 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 how how that happened, whether it was money or a lot of you know money that you already have, or uh, or, or land that you sold and you gave away, or the the widow that gives away you know basically all that she's got left, or a boy that just happens to have lunch and was told by some big strange adult male, "Give me that lunch," and probably was like, "Okay," and hands off his lunch. You know, but it's like. The and oh, and and then the 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 woman with the perfume like that's that's worth a year's worth of salary like some of the like that's that's extravagant like that's a big crazy thing versus you know a, a kid's lunch and it's just it's just interesting to me that there's that the examples are not you know it doesn't it doesn't say well you have to do it this way like this is the way you have to do it it's the it's the heart behind it as we always come back to it seems like you know it's the heart behind mm-hmm. what are you giving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how are you giving it? Not, not necessarily what it is because, you know, for the widow that gave what we would, you know, two pennies or, or what, what do we say? They were mites. A widow's mite. A widow's mite. Right. Um, you know, she's giving two coins or whatever. And, and so for her, that's a huge sacrifice. And for everybody else they're you know, I think we, we, uh, we kicked around like Bill Gates, um, talking about Bill Gates and just the amount of money that that man's (laughs) got, you know, um, or half of it anymore, I guess. But, you know, for him to for him to say, here's a million dollars, you know, what is that? Does that even make a dent into what he what he owns? Like the, the is his bank account, you know, go right back up with the interest the next week? And it's like, oh, yeah, no big deal. If I was to say, here's a million dollars, like I would literally be broke for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like <laughs> there's you know, that's not possible. But but just just the amount of uh, of what you have and how you're how you're giving that away in whatever way that is, you know, if that's your lunch. Okay, you're sharing your lunch with somebody, or your, or your the the little bit of money that you have, or land that uh, that you sold, or perfume. Like, I just think it's really interesting to see the different, you know, so many different ways that it's it's giving over and above. It's giving in, uh, you know, from what you have and what you've been blessed with. Mm-hmm. It's definitely challenging. I love that. There's a lot of ways we can see that we're never there yet. <laughs> um, and I feel like I'm going to go to my grave, you know, even if it's I'm in my early 50s, even if it's, you know, 40 years from now, which I doubt I'll live that long. But even if it is, I, I just think I'm going to go to my grave going, oh, I, I, Schindler's List, you know, I, I could have given more. I <laughs> this ring, I could have. I'm not trying to be morbid about the Holocaust. I'm saying in all seriousness, like, when am I going to look back going, ah, oh, I gave away enough. No, I was generous enough. Right. I can look back at all the times I've even been generous and feel good about being generous. I still could have given more. I still yeah. could have. And, and not just like out of guilt, but I'm just talking about like, oh, that had been even more fun to mm-hmm. give more. Oh, that, I wouldn't have missed it. Like that mm. thing I gave away that, that actually hurt. It was sacrificial in the moment. Now it's not even... Doesn't even hurt. Like I could have given twice that, twice that away. You know. Anyway, I just—it's so fun to give. Can I? Can I just interrupt on a crazy, random thought I just had? I'll never forget. Maybe my point here is some of the most fun moments I can remember are around giving, mm. which sounds weird because you would think it's going to Colorado with my family or, <laughs> um, or, or maybe some special toy I, I bought at some point and the fun I had. No, no. One of my favorite moments ever is we were in New Orleans after Lake Katri- after uh, Hurricane Katrina, and I forgot what year that was. Now uh, I know Jordan and his family could tell you because they lost everything living mm-hmm. in Mississippi. But we were living in Houston at the time. Went with a group, like a lot of churches did, to New Orleans to serve people and and to just do a lot of cleanup. We were in we were in full hazmat suits, walking into homes that were you know nine feet underwater. Mm-hmm. And just tearing things down and just, just if nothing else, exposed to loss. And we met a lady uh, at the mall sitting on her break. And some of the kids just started talking to her and found out she, she had lost everything. Lost her home, lost her car, 
everything and she was on a break working at the mall and she was just super super down in the dumps and we we i think somebody brought her food and i think some of the kids just talked to her as high school group and didn't think much of it and then later that day one of the kids goes we got to get her a car hmm. Hmm. and i remember going that's crazy how are we going to get her a car well Make a long, long story short, we're contacting people back home in Houston. They're contacting people. Everybody gets excited about it. Finally connects with some local car dealer. We have this modest, you know, eight, 10 year old car that's in really good running condition. And fast forward about a week, and me and a couple kids drive all the way, and another adult in two vehicles drive out to New Orleans to deliver. We don't even know where she lives, mm. oh, but wow. we know where she works. Yeah. And we, it felt like I was on Oprah or something, you know? <laughs> you get a car, and <laughs> you get a car. And so we showed up. I'll never forget this, with Move two high school kids and another leader, and we showed up and with keys and the title and found her at work and asked mm. if she could take a break, and we took her outside and gave her the car. Wow. And... It's like one of the highlights of my whole life. Yeah. And it wasn't even mine to give. Somebody else donated it, you know. We just delivered it. And she's just freaking out, you know. She stayed in touch with us a little bit, and she ended up moving to a different city and getting a new job. And But it just felt like like it. that's more fun than almost anything else I've done in my life hmm. is just being generous, yeah. you know. Yeah. Giving, it's not ours anyway. Yeah. Mm. You know. Yeah, you just said it's not mine to give, but is it ever yours to it's give? It's not. No, it's it's not. It's not yours. Right. If I'd have given her <laughs> my car, it really wasn't my car anyway. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky you had that car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to be more like that. Well, yeah. It just it, it makes me excited to just think about you know week four and week five as we you know get to the the end of the series and finish off the last couple of radical minimums that we have and just seeing you know how are these how are these also really practical and and uh and and easier than we like to think or like to make our 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 life to be so um so it's really cool so rachel one of the um one of the reasons that i wanted you to come and join us is to uh to help us last week lauren and i tried to talk about uh talk about this new thing that we have called more about colonial Mm -hmm. and we kept saying things and then saying wait is that right is that is that correct? What is that we the right? You don't have to time? wonder today, though, Brooke. <laughs> we got the grand move on here. We don't have to because now we have uh, the Rachel Woods with us here. So, um, can you tell us a little bit about what is more about Colonial? Not so much the details of of what we're going to do and when mm-hmm. it is, but what's the heart behind it? So, more about Colonial. It's just an open invitation. Um, we want to be as well. I say we. Um, our church leadership wants to be, we want to be open um, and available. So it's a chance for people maybe who are new to the church or haven't connected yet to just come in and share a mm. meal and learn more about the campus and the things going on and cool. who we are and yeah. what we believe in and mm. all of that. And long term, I know I know the floodgates are going to open at the beginning, but uh did I hear you and the planning team say we're looking at doing this monthly or every other month or quarterly or, I mean, we are probably holding that a little bit loosely, right? Uh, I think loosely, I think we're going to start once a month. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's only, you know, a dozen new folks mm-hmm. that want to sit down and have a meal and meet some leaders and find out more about the church. Yeah. Right. That's the yeah. idea. Yeah. Now, having said that, we're just banking like in a, in an exciting way on the first one or two that we're doing in the next few weeks in August, not being 10 or 12 people. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and we talked about this last week, like the point is that right now no one has been through this. Right. Because this is kind of a, it's a new thing, uh, like an orientation mm-hmm. to the church, if you will. Um, you know, what, what, what kind of like our radical minimums and our, our, our pathway and things like that, how people can get involved and connected. And, um, but that being said, that means that none of us have gone through it. So none, no one has, no one can say, oh no, I don't need to go through that. Cause I've mm-hmm. already, I, I already know Well, you don't cause you haven't been through it. Um, and so you have to go through it. Right. And on top of that, you're missing out like, okay, so you, I, there's a chance one or more of our, our committed folks are going to come and go, 
Yeah, I knew that already. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew that already, too. Sure. Oh, yeah. I knew that already, too. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, you came and had food with free your lunch. church family, free food, <laughs> and we got to talk and laugh, and, and you got to meet that new person, and you got to be a part of that new family, finding out yeah. what they can do next. And so I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that everybody and their mother comes. Mm -hmm. I really want that. I One of my fear is overstated, because I'm just in denial that I'm afraid of anything lately, because everybody else seems to be so scared of cat. <laughs> I'm just I'm concerned that 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 some of our families, especially that have been here a while, go. Oh, I don't, oh that's for new people. I don't need to go to that. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you don't need to go that down the road, but you need to go for the first time. Right. Well, you do you know? because you're going to know what to expect when you invite other people to yes. come. There it is. Yes, so, when you invite nice. people to Colonial, right. you're like going to want to send them there. that way because you already went and you're like, oh yeah, they would love that. Yeah. Oh, that would be really helpful. You've yep. got to do this thing. It yes. was so much fun. Yes. Yeah. And but, I love I love the care you've put into it to make sure I mean we, we did a walk through today can I say that Am I, is that yeah is that secret can. doesn't matter anymore yeah. <laughs> I just said it didn't I we had a dress rehearsal which was pretty laid back with with probably 15 or 18 of us but man just just to decorate the room and mm -hmm. have some good food we're not having Vienna sausage you know or some <laughs> Cheez-Its like we're having good food I, I loved lunch today yeah um and and it's gonna be fun I really am looking forward to it yeah so details. Yes, let's talk details. So we announced that today for the first time because you got to register for it. Yes. So we can actually have the food there for you because if you just randomly <laughs> show up, we might not have enough food for you, and that wouldn't be cool. Um, so the the dates coming up, we're, we we just announced them today. What are the dates um, for, the, for these two? August 8th and August 22nd. 8th and 22nd. Mm -hmm. And when when is this happening on those dates, the 8th and 22nd? Those are Sundays, is that correct? It, yes. Um is this like immediately after the service, after the 11 o'clock service? So like 1230? It, so we're planning on starting at 1230. Okay. Um, that's when we'll come in, greet. But we need you to pick up kids first, then drop them off at the correct place for child care. Because so, we'll also take care of and feed your kids. So, so the kids get a free meal too, they Rachel? They love that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. I'm excited about that. Okay, that's awesome. So where where do we go to register? What do we need to do? Um, just hop on the on the Colonial Church app. Okay. And it's just featured right there on your main page. Is that what we call it a main page? Sure. Okay. That'll work. It's what? just on there and you just click on it and it gives you Let's yeah. keep that at the top of that main page. I more about Colonial. So make sure you go make sure you go and, and get signed up for and that. Just to be clear, it's not all about Colonial. It's more about Colonial. It's more right. about Colonial. Yes, we're not going to give you everything. We're going to hold back some things. We're going to leave some things out. It's more <laughs> about Colonial. That's very... Uh, I'm thank excited you. about that. Thank you. Sign up. August 8th, August 22nd. Pick one. Right after second yeah, service. Just pick one. Just pick one. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. Okay, let's 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 be on the lookout for, for the people who come twice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those gets, free lunchers. Uh, what, what about kids? Do we sign up kids? Do we have to... Do we just show up with our kids? Nope, it's right there in the app. Perfect. Yep. That sounds awesome. Love it. Okay. Hey, before we wrap up today, yes. Brooke, yes. Um, I I guess I was out of town for my sabbatical, which we talked about last week, but I came back to find out mm -hmm. that I either wasn't paying attention mm -hmm. or you kept good news to yourself, <laughs> but we have a lot of listeners that have been praying for Kara Kay, mm. for her health, for your whole family, and I freaked out when I picked up my daughter at your house uh, at one of your girls' birthday parties. Yes, was it yesterday? It's all running together. Uh, two days ago, yeah, Friday. And your wife's voice sounded normal. I know, right? Would you, would you just share for everybody listening <laughs> what's going on with Kara Kay and her health? I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Um, so I'll start off with uh, my apologies. My apologies. I I don't uh, volunteer you just information keep it to yourself. Man. I do. I just I do. It's just it's not my love language to share everything with the world. So um, sorry. I don't know why you put me on a podcast. That was. Probably not smart. <laughs> it goes against it. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I just I don't I don't share that information. It's okay. not that I don't want Stop people talking. Okay, I want to hear about Kara Kay. Kara Kay is um, <laughs> she is uh, still still dealing with a bunch of things. I think we I think we told you that we got all the cancer out, which is awesome. So the thyroid no small cancer, thing. no not, cancer, not a small thing at all. We know that right now she is uh, is cancer free, and we have a really good marker for knowing how to be able to track that down down mm. the road. Right. So that's great. Um, 
coming out of the surgery, then she basically was at a whisper at best. So her voice was completely gone. Her vocal cord was uh, had had a, a growth wrapped around it that was totally messing with it. She wasn't able to talk, um, again, more than a whisper. And that just gets super frustrating for a long time. So, And at some level, just fear... Absolutely. Concern about am I ever gonna have is my this voice ever back? right? So am then, I ever gonna exactly? Yeah, that's crazy. So then she went through an operation that was trying to uh, basically beef up the vocal cord that's not working to attempt to get that back. It didn't seem to do much of anything, and uh, over the last couple of weeks, she has been going to speech therapy, mm-hmm. like relearning how to swallow, which is just seems crazy. Like, how do you explain to someone how to swallow? Like, <laughs> I don't know do it. Um, so, so she's been going through speech therapy and just literally over the course of the last couple of weeks, like she's been given exercises from the, from those, those appointments and said, here, these are what you need to do. This is what you need to do. And, and just in the last couple of weeks alone, um, her voice has, uh, has come back a, a whole lot, especially compared to the whisper that she was capable of before. And, uh, mm. and so, yeah, just being able to have a conversation is, is a great thing. So, um, so that's awesome. Please keep her in your prayers. Um, still have a long way to go. Still dealing with a lot of uh, mm. long-term COVID things, which is uh, super fun because basically if you have a symptom and they can't explain it, they say, we think that's long-term COVID mm. and we don't know how to fix definitely it. definitely a thing. I'm hearing more and more about yeah. that. So, um, well, we, I don't mean to dismiss the road ahead of her because oh, I, sure. I know she, for example, you mentioned birthday party Friday. She's wiped out two <laughs> yeah. days later. Yeah. No small thing. No, uh, yeah. But we are celebrating. Absolutely. I just loved hearing your wife's voice. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, I, I haven't heard it in so long. That's right. So it's been it's been good. So we'll getting, keep praying for getting that K. back. That's good. Yeah. Appreciate that. So um let's wrap up this podcast. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. Uh despite your uh your your desire to not do that. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, was no, it? No, it was, it was fun. fine. Love it. Everybody enjoyed Rachel being here. Um, Lauren, any anything last for you as we come up for uh, we got another week? You're not going to be here next no. week. Uh, well, I may not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly what the plan is for next week's episode, episode number twenty nine. But it will not be with my help. I'm going to let you figure that out. Okay, Brooke. Um, but yeah, uh, looking forward to. Uh, I'm really looking forward to school starting real soon. And uh, it seems like more families are coming back and, and connecting. And that's another one of my hopes, even with more about Colonial, is just like we had the July 4th meal that was really fun, the fabulous Fun Fest Feast. I that hope good. we've been have, practicing. Did you see that? You were practicing. <laughs> Tell me. Did, was, did you see me practicing? That's just fabulous Fun Fest Feast. It just comes, rolls off the tongue. <laughs> rolls off the tongue. Carrie, tell us how many times he's been running through that in the mirror, because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm looking forward to a couple of big meals with, with people from Colonial. So even that in of itself, and then school starting, um, I'm looking forward to, to a couple things I, I, I want to talk about, but I'm not going to talk about it yet, because it's like next steps that we're mm. doing after more about Colonial. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be, I think, fast forward about eight weeks. And I think our church is going to be a buzz about some cool stuff. So, a buzz, a buzz. Is that the new hip term? I don't know. That's not a hint, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there's no. We're, I don't know. We're, where not, we're, going we're not that. jumping no down that. that. There's no, a buzz. Don't read into that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, again, Rachel, thank you for being here, Lauren. As always, thank you, sir. This has been the E6 Podcast from Colonial Church, and you can always get more information about Colonial from uh, colonialchurch.com, or you can go get our app from the App Store or the Google Play Store. Also, if you want to sign up for more about Colonial, you're going to need that app, so go and download that. We'd love to hear from you, so send us your questions, send us your feedback, podcast at colonialchurch.com. Send us an email. We like to hear those. And as always, thanks for listening, and we'll pick up the conversation next week.